Now, Daryl, I took over the majority of that first hour. Um, certainly, well, I mean, I had two back-to-back stories versus your one. I had uh, two stories. I had New Year's Eve and... Yeah, but only one that people cared about. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> with that in mind, no, I thought, no, I thought no, that'd no, be a... No, no, I'm leaving. <laughs> leaving. Well, no, I thought, I thought okay. that'd be a nice way to tee you up okay. for something else that people didn't care about. And that is... <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Like it. Good transition. Thank you very much. If you now we, Yeah. Now, <laughs> what are we transitioning into? <laughs> we are transitioning into yeah. a spider yeah. who have been bitten by a radioactive spider. Have we? Yes. So oh. we're transitioning into a Spider-Man, Spider-Man. <laughs> I can't believe you're singing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. So we're going to be talking about Top of the Flops. Yes, we are. Which uh, I was going to do a jingle. He was going to do a jingle. Well, then I couldn't be bothered. Oh, well, then, you know, I, I like that infusion. I've got my audio interface there and everything. I've got my mic out and I was just like, oh. Ugh, come on. I, it's not been a good day. To, no, no, it, it hasn't. But and that's what, to, to, just a side note very quickly, I was very glad uh, that you still made it along. And I think that's half the, the battle, isn't it? You know, even when you're having a bad day, still go do stuff you're going to enjoy. You know? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you can't, otherwise the day's just all going to be negative. Try and yeah. find some mm-hmm. positive. And I tried to do that with what you're going to talk about is try and find some positive. See, well, I'm, I'm getting good at this, aren't I? Yes. Getting good at this. And I, I couldn't really find any positive. Now, it's top of the flops. You're talking yes. about Spider-Man. Into the Dark. In, is it called Into the Dark? I thought it was Turn, Turn off, off the, the Dark. dark. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking of Into Darkness, which is also a bit of a flop. Yeah. Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was... Yeah, go on. I've got a Wikipedia page. Read it. No, the camera's gone now. I was going to say, I really like, wish people could see this, the fact that I'm having to correct you on information <laughs> that you've literally got six inches away from your face. I was down a different bit. I wasn't at the top of the thing to read yeah. it. Although, if that's six inches, then I'm feeling very inadequate at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so, yes, in uh, August of 2002... Mm. Um, Tony Adams uh, decided the, he was going to... The gonna, footballer? No, no. Uh, uh, oh, right. A West, uh, yeah, Broadway producer. Oh, right, yeah. Was going to produce a musical yeah. based on the Spider-Man comics. Oh, right, yeah. Bono and Edge were bald. Because basically... Uh, Andrew Isn't Gordon, it The Edge? The Edge, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Bono. Yeah. And uh, they were on board because basically Andrew Lloyd Webber said, I'm glad no rock musicians That's, yeah, have done went, a musical. Yeah. I've had 25 years to myself, which is why Cats exists. Yeah. And Starlight Express. Well, wasn't it more that, that he didn't want any rock musicians using the theatres as opposed to making musicals per se? And that and, and that's where Bono and The Edge decided, well, we'll show you. Not only will... Bono, you, the egotist that he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought that he could do better than Andrew Lloyd yes, Webber at yeah. his own game. Yes. He was like, no, no, I'm not going to take over the theatres to do a rock show. Well, yeah. Not that they're rock, but you know what I mean? I'm going to take over the theatre to do a theatrical show yes. and I'm going to do it better than you mm-hmm. yeah good hubris yes exactly this yeah. is a I say it's the Dunning-Kruger effect mm. Dunning-Kruger effect and what's that well it's basically people who are stupid think they can do something better than the people who can do it oh. people who tend to be good at something do you know, what, know how like, difficult it is that would be like two guys doing a radio show on a Sunday night between 9 and 11pm yes and yeah, yeah that, that's what that sounds like exactly <laughs> carry on carry exactly on. so because Bono thinks he's good at yeah. being Everything. in a band yeah. and saving um, African people yeah which uh, uh, well, Bob Geldof but yeah yes exactly but he's like, and Midgeur but yes yeah. exactly yeah. so because he, he thinks oh yeah musical can't be that more can't be that difficult yeah if Andrew Lloyd Webber could do it me, Bono, and my friend, The Edge. Yeah, well, with Andrew Lloyd Webber's got... He's got The Edge, for goodness sake, so he's yeah. got to be good at it. He's got, he's got, an, he's got an Edge yes. to The Edge. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So he can't thinks, be The Edge without an Edge. 
So he thinks to himself, this is going to be... Exactly. Andrew Lloyd Webber's got his, his Technicolor raincoat yeah. and yeah. Bono's got his Technicolor glasses. So, yeah. you know, he's off to a good start. trying to find a joke that's about the Irish potato baby, but won't <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do a joke about it. But I'm gonna. I'm Mention gonna it. do a joke about it by mentioning it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought it was easier. Yeah. Um, you know, anyway. he wears the glasses because he's got glaucoma. Is that the reason why? Yeah, he was on Graham Norton, and I uh, thought it was just because he wanted to look like a nutter. Yeah, Irishman. well, I think that's what everybody thought was, yeah, exactly. was the reason. Yeah, but he was like, because he's told some story, and everybody was like, ah, oh. he went, oh, I got a, even more of an R. And he was like, it's about these gla- like the glasses. All Graham asked him, he's like, yeah. oh, if you all thought that was sad, wait until you hear this. And he tells the story and nobody makes a sound. They're all like, all right, you've got glaucoma. <laughs> okay, like... So Congratulations. Yeah, exactly. You've got glaucoma and about 200 million in the bank. When yeah. Really, you're not getting an R out of us. You know? But anyway, carry on. So they, so they got, decide they're going to take on Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, so they get uh, Judy Taymor, mm-hmm. who did... Uh, I'm saying... Uh, did Lion King. Yes, she did, yeah. yeah she correct. did Lion King on Broadway. So the thing, and that was a smash success. Well, let me give you a very quick segue on that because I didn't realise I was going to do this segue okay. until I did a bit of research on right. Turn Off the Dark. And uh, I did go see The Lion King right, okay. in theatres. And uh, I was on an end seat right, and okay. I fell asleep halfway through the show, fell out of my seat, and the whole performance had to stop. <laughs> but carry on. <laughs> like, right, so, I thought, I stopped Lion King, so I should be able to stop you. you yeah, know, exactly. Right? Yeah. So they've got, Tony Adams is a great, like, uh, Broadway producer. They've got Judy Taymor. They've got Spider-Man. He's just been in a film. Massive success. Yeah, that was the, um, the Tony Maguire. Yeah, the first yeah, Tony yeah, Maguire two, one. 2002, yeah, first, wasn't yes. it? Yeah. So that's a big success. Mm. They've got Bono. They've got The Edge. What could go wrong? Everything. That's what goes wrong. Everything. And and you're you're not wrong there. It is everything that could possibly go wrong. And where does it start? Do you remember where the? Yes, yeah, so I was yeah, about to say that. And <laughs> yeah. um, the day they're going to sign the contracts, all the creative people. So you yeah. got the Bono, you got Edge, yeah. You got Tony Adams, you got his partner, and you've got um, Judy Taymor. They're all going to sign. Yeah. So as they all go to sign, that they haven't got um, Edge hasn't got a pen. He goes to get a pen. Yeah. He comes back. Tony Adams had a stroke. He's dead. Yeah, he was DA, dead on arrival, Boom, wasn't he? Gone, yeah. Yes, exactly. And so now they haven't got a producer. I mean, if that's not an omen. Yeah, exactly. That's oh. the, you should have just stopped right there. Yeah, you just stop. You go, you know what? Maybe this isn't the right, the right thing to go with. Even even had a memory of the person. You know what I mean? Like, you, you just stop. But, yes. But they carried on, didn't they? Yes, and they got Michael Coe to come in as the producer. Did they? Or wasn't it? I thought it was the guy that was working with Tony Adams at the time. He was, he was a, a lawyer. Or something like that, predominantly in the in the industry. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, and he was his right hand man, and he got the job essentially because Tony Adams had passed away, and that's what a lot of people said. Yes, and then and then that's why he gave up a lot of the creative control to, to the agent Judy Taymor. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of Judy. Uh, is it Judy? Is Julie. It? Julie. Julie Taymor. Yeah, a lot yeah. to to her. But anyway, that that, that was my understanding. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So there. so so, but that was in two thousand and two. Yeah. In 2009, it was still, there was still, it hadn't started to be planned yet. Yeah, seven seven years. Yeah, seven years, and they're still working on it. Like, who's a theatre in Broadway? Yeah. Broadway? In, <laughs> in, in, the, in the Broadway, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know everyone in, in Broadway, New York. Yes, yeah, in Broadway. Yeah, in the Broadway, yeah. In the, um, 
which is a theatre and it shouldn't really be designed to have this big concert because they're going to have Spider-Man doing a lot of wire work. Yeah. He's not, not just going to be on the stage singing, woe is me, I'm a Spider-Man and like that. I am so glad we've had you sing twice. No, I'm not because that's terrible. No, yeah, you have no. to hear my voice and you have to hear me sing as well. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry you is. got the connotation then that by me <laughs> saying I was glad you sang twice that I meant it was good. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. My, my bad. I should have been clearer. Right, but okay. uh, carry on, carry on. So... So they're going to do a lot of wire work. Yeah. But for some reason, Judy Tamor's ideas are just going off on one. She's yeah. just coming up with mad stuff. She wants it to be Arachnid, to a Greek god, to be involved. She's got the geek chorus. She's got an original character called Swiss Miss. Yes, yeah, that's right. Instead of to, to join the Sinister Six. Yes, in, exactly. In place of Doc Ock, um, Vulture, and I can't remember who else it Yeah, I think there's a bumblebee in it called Stinger as well. Oh, wow. But wasn't it, because what I looked into, it was, a, it was a case that she wanted to make it her story. Yes. And she wanted to make it be her reimagining, and that's why she brought a lot of the sort of Greek mythology in it, because is it Shakespeare that used to do a lot of the Greek mythology? So she kind of, and, and again, from what I understand, and, and, and if you're talking about ego, she yes. a lot of people said that her skill... Yes. Her talent was in set production. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And set design. Oh, yes. Not in writing. I mean, if you see this, the characters he designed for um, Turn Off the Dark, mm. you'd be going, oh, look, it's the people that is were. Is it called Turn Off? I, I cannot. I, I can't. I mean, I corrected you at the start of this, and I, uh, now I cannot remember what it is. called Turn Off the Dark. Yeah, it is Turn Off the Dark. It's yeah. Turn Off the Dark. Yes, yeah, <laughs> no, Do you know what it is? It's because I've got a joke at the end of this. Oh, okay. And so, I, and I, okay yeah, go on. So, yeah, so all our character designs look like they were in The Masked Singer. Did you see last night? The Masked Singer. The Masked Singer. Yeah. Only clips. Only yes. clips. I mean, they all look like Judy Tamor stage show characters, didn't yeah. they? A lot yeah, of them. they did actually. Yeah. But like big theatrical, over the top design. She's mm. very good at that. And the, yeah. the sets looked brilliant. Mm. The wire work was tremendous, although people kept getting into accidents and having yeah. to leave. Well, well, I don't know if you've got this written down because I don't want to ruin your chronology. No, no, okay. But the, the main actor yes. uh, that was signed on to it, uh, he was doing one of the wire. Uh, stunts didn't wasn't attached to a wire when he jumped off something didn't he break something like four or five ribs fractured his skull and this was the lead yes in the whole thing yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so like people keep having accidents wires didn't work people there was a lot a lot of pain involved yeah in trying to get this production to work yeah because a lot of people leave as well didn't they like uh, is it Alec Cummings is that his? I know his last name's Cummings. Yeah, yeah, Alan yeah. Cummings. Alan, 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 is it? Yeah, Alan Cummings. Alan, so you yeah. know I'm terrible with names. Yes. Um, yeah, Alan Cummings. He was on to. I think he was going to be playing the Green Goblin, wasn't okay. he? Okay. Yeah, originally, and then he left. I want Alan Cummings in a superhero movie. I think he'd be brilliant. He. I feel like he's done one, and Spy Kids doesn't count as one because I'm no. sure he was in Spy Kids. You might be. I, I feel Kids. like I'm not making that up. I, I feel like it's a terrible thing to be pulling out. As a as a fact, I mean, I don't think this is covering me with any glory that okay, I know yeah. this, but mm-hmm. I think he's in that. But he would he would play an exceptional bad guy. Oh yes, an exceptional bad yeah, guy. And the wow. fact that he is a theatre actor, he's a, he's a proper thespian, mm-hmm. means that he would chew the scenery up. Oh and yes, and if there's indeed. one thing we love about a bad guy, it's one that can ham it up. Oh yes, you know, like, yeah. If you add the company, be brilliant. Now, oh, absolutely, absolutely. And then the other, the the lady that was playing Mary Jane, she left as well, and she was replaced with a kind of like young nineteen year old. She's somebody I recognised. Okay, but, but I couldn't place her. But she's definitely a, a. She wasn't a star then, but she's definitely a star 
now. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm just sort of going off on, on a tangent here. Please carry on. Um, so, yeah, so it wasn't going well. No, no, it wasn't. And to be fair, Bono and The Edge, their songs wasn't, they weren't great. I did hear that. I, I heard that that was one of Julie Taymor's complaints was that she didn't want to go to previews. She didn't want to, to put it out there until it was ready. And she said that one of the, the biggest problems was, was that it was a musical, but the music was no good. Yes. Now, you say that to Bono and The Edge, mm-hmm. and you're wondering why yeah. they now want you out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The actress you're thinking of is Evan Rachel Wood. What's she been in? Westworld. Westworld. She's like the main person Yes, of in course she is from Westworld. Yeah, yes. of course she is. I knew I recognised her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so she was originally slated, wasn't she? Yeah, she was Mary originally Jane. being Mary Jane. That's right, yeah. And, um, yeah, so obviously she, she didn't like the music, did yeah. she? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that seems to be universally agreed upon. Um, yeah. But also on the flip side, people tend to universally agree that her script was terrible. Uh, yeah. And that Because didn't she change things as well, like uh, Uncle Ben's origin yes. story? Now, in 2002, we just had the first proper Spider-Man movie. Yes. A lot of people were introduced to the Uncle Ben narrative, yeah, if yeah. you like the story. Which is the main, the, the whole point of the Spider-Man origin story. It's got a really good origin story. Yes, it's one of the best. It's what is the best, yeah. I think. It is what sets and his think, moral compass. And also, I think it's the one of the problems why Marvel just kept doing the origin stories yeah. over and over again. Yeah. Because they knew, like, Spider-Man one was so good. Yeah. They tried to capture that every time. Lightning in a bottle, isn't yes. it? Yeah. But I don't think it ever works. Everyone else's origin stories are not that interesting. Oh, you're so wrong there. In you're fact, so wrong. The reason the X Men exist yeah. is so they didn't have to write origin stories. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe. I, I can't refute <laughs> that. that was... But you're wrong about the origin stories are terrible. If we're talking film universe, at least. Right, because, okay. of course, what started this whole 22 uh, film run was Iron Man. That was yeah. an origin story. Mm-hmm. That was tremendous. That was yeah. a, it was arguably better. Well, I know, not arguably, is better than Spider-Man 1. Maybe not Spider-Man 2. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but there's not a compelling, like the Spider-Man moral, the, you know what I mean? No, the, I, with I, great I, do responsibility. Agree. I do agree with you there. With great that, power comes great responsibility. Yeah. That edge of Spider-Man. Yeah. That that point of his yeah. origin story, that... And for those it's listening... It's a fantastic, you know what I mean? Yeah, and for those listening that, that don't know the origin story essentially Peter gets his powers after being bitten by a, a spider everyone knows it they've got to... oh you'd think so but Julie Taymor didn't so it's uh, got to be in I'm like... hoping she's listening so I, I mean, can educate her it's one of those things it's like folklore at this point you know I, I, mean? I think it's but no but the, the, the part that people may not know is like they, they know how he got his power why in the seventh wolves you know what I mean yeah but you know that she slept you know that, that she had to that is Snow White isn't it well, she had to eat the apple or she ate the apple that is Snow White isn't it yeah I, I feel no, like um, that is Snow that's Sleeping Beauty anyway hi ho it's off to the story gets, it's back to the story she we gets bitten by a radioactive uh, snowflake that's right yes yes, yes. I remember that it was um, whining on Twitter about yeah. <laughs> I was going to make the same joke <laughs> I was like is he going to do it he's far more of a Twitterverse guy than I am is he going to go there but um, no so, so so my understanding then her so, dad dies yeah then the her dad died because she couldn't save her dad <laughs> we still talking about this this, this made up Snow White origin story yeah so, so her stepmom comes in and takes over right casts her out because yeah. she's prettier than her yeah while she's out in the forest 
you are being le- you're legitimately telling me <laughs> the the Snow White origin story right now. But I'm you? trying to mix it with Frozen. I've never seen yeah. Frozen. Do you know so what? I, I was I was thinking that I was, I was thinking. I'm listening to you. I'm being, you are doing a terrible terrible job of this. You really need to let it go. And uh, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> the point is, I knew you were doing that. I thought, when can I get that joke in? <laughs> but okay, so we've we've Judy Taymor. Everyone knows that he got bitten by radioactive spider. Yes. That what makes the story for me anyway? And I thought actually not for me for everyone. What makes that the next part great the moral compass the, the the uncle ben part of great power comes great responsibility is that he goes off to fight bonesaw the wrestler to earn yes. some money gets done over doesn't get paid doesn't stop a robber that robber happens to end up killing uncle ben and, and then the joker yeah uh, no <laughs> you nearly got me then you nearly for a second then but um, i was like sandman jo- no <laughs> but um that was terrible and uh yes, it was. Yeah, it was so bad and yeah so he and it's a case of what was beautiful about spider-man and i must admit i am ripping this from documentary that i, that I watched on okay. this but he does make a very good point what's beautiful about spider-man is it could have been anybody yes anybody could have got bitten he was the right person in the right place at the right time and the flip to that is uncle ben was the wrong person in the wrong place at the wrong, wrong time. time yes you know and that's really what makes that such a beautiful origin story and really sets peter's uh, moral compass up now with that little segue tell me what julie taymore decided to do um well, did she decide that arachnid had made spider-man so arachnid a character she'd made up yes who yeah. was a greek god i mean she could have used madam webb but no yes, we're gonna no, go she... with arachnid because yes. apparently he did some thesis or whatever it was on arachnid yes and that's what and that's what made her choose him yeah. to have the the spider-man as it so so but also in... is it like in comic books if you create a character you get money for that character nowadays anyway. It never yeah. used to, but if you make a character now and they use yeah. it in a comic book, yeah. there were... Like, like a licensing fee or yeah, you'll a royalty. You'll, 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 you'll get a royalty yeah. fee, yeah. which is why um, when they used to complain a couple of years ago about SJW uh, characters and everything, the yeah. reason they keep doing it, for the reason why Miles Morales exists, yeah. is so uh, um, Michael Brian Michael Bendis yeah. can make some money because every time they use Miles Morales in Spider-Verse, yeah. he created him, he gets a kickback. Ah. Yeah, it makes sense. So you think that there's a, there's a potential there that she was doing exactly the same thing, bringing some of her own characters. If they make it into the comics, they've got to pay her. Yeah, or well, yeah, they're not going to make it into the comics because they're terrible characters. Yeah, but she didn't know that. Hubris, Daryl. Hubris. They hardly made it that. into the show. Yeah, well, that's, that's true. But that's hubris, though, isn't it? She didn't know they were terrible. She, yeah. didn't, she didn't know that. She thought they were great. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is that she made up... So, so what we were saying was Arachnid yes. chooses him to yeah. give him the powers instantly that ruins it that ruins it I hate that yeah. trope yeah. I really do I hate that chosen one trope I, I, I yeah I despise it why as well. I don't like uh, the rise of Skywalker before. honestly fool and when you when you first come out with the R I thought you were going to say and that's why I don't like the royal family <laughs> <laughs> and I was I like, like I, could, I could see the connect. I do as well I, I was uh, saying the yeah. other day like um, that's the um, Oasis song at the beginning there's a the theme tune uh, is the song called At the Beginning? No, what's that song? What? Okay, what have we established in the yeah. three shows we've done together yeah. is I am musically inept. In fact, yeah. we actually said that on this that show. That yeah. song at the beginning yeah. of every episode of The Royal Family. I thought we made oh, that show. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
But I don't that song. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that sitcom would have been as good no, as it was. No, 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 no. Uh, what, what family are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know anymore <laughs> what I'm talking about. But um, no, uh, so what were we saying about the uh, the chosen one? Yeah, so that instantly ruins yeah, it because it's not like, anybody. Yeah, I don't like the you are the chosen one. No, I, I don't like that either. I mean, can I play a lot of uh, JRPGs and there's ways a trope and you're like, ah. Yeah, I don't know I what don't JRPGs are. Japanese RPGs. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy sense. and yeah, things yeah. like that. Oh, okay. I didn't I mean, realise we were counting those as JRPGs, but technically they are, I suppose. Yeah. That's what they're called. No, no, well, yeah, they might be. I didn't know what JRPG was before you said that. Oh, right, okay. yeah. You've never heard um, of a JRPG? No, never. Never, never heard that one. expression, no. And to be fair, as you kind of worked out as we were walking down here, if it's an expression commonly used on the internet, there's a chance I haven't heard of it. There was a everyone uses it to explain RPGs that are Japanese well yeah I mean shorthand it makes perfect sense though I'm not arguing with the logic here I mean this, okay. if this was an argument I was in, in, entering into it's one I'd have to accept I'm going to lose oh, okay, yeah, okay. Right, yeah. Yes. Um, so with that in mind yeah I agree with you I, I used to like that trope because a boy growing up in, in hardship you kind of want to think that you're destined for something yes, greater exactly you know but actually when you get older you realise no no you don't want to be an individual that's destined for greatness you want to be somebody like anybody that could achieve yes, greatness yes, because exactly. everybody's got the same potential, yes. yeah. if you like. Um, she does that. And then what does she do with the Uncle Ben character? Because you don't remember. No, I can't remember So, so what, what happened there was that... Uh, so you've got Mary Jane in it. Yes. She's the love interest. And he still goes off and fights Bonesaw at the wrestling. Right, okay. Uncle Ben does not come to meet him there. Okay. Nowhere. He's at home. Right. And Flash Thompson... He's Thompson, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. As I, I asked at the wrong time as you were taking a sip on a drink yes, there, but yeah. yeah. So he's he's over at MJ's house for whatever reason and somebody steals his car right, okay. whilst he's at MJ's and Uncle Ben comes out okay. to try and stop the robber right, and runs him over. Doesn't shoot him. Right, okay. He's not a guy that Spider-Man could have stopped. Yes. He's not out and about anywhere. It couldn't have happened to anyone at any time because yes, exactly. you have to live where you're living for, yeah. for that time. And then he runs him over, and I'm like, like there was one thing you could have done right. I mean, you didn't even have to do the origin story. You could have just left that alone, just gone. Everyone knows what it is. We've all seen the film. Yes. But instead, you take the one thing that is always guaranteed to work about Spider-Man, and that's his origin story, but more his moral compass. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what? You know, makes him who he is. You know, yes. why is your friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man? Why he didn't carry on down that route of making money out of his powers yeah. and, and allowing other people and remembering where he came from. You know, remembering that yes. you know, that line because again, he didn't get that line. Then you don't get the with great power comes great responsibility. No. Or certainly, there is no well, power mm-hmm. to that line. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. like because she stripped. So yeah, um, but God, sorry, I, I've completely off track because it really annoyed me when I, I found yeah. out that that's what they'd done. So, so to it's been in previews for ages. Yeah, in February of two thousand and one, they get Roberto Aguirre. Sacosta, I'm terrible at doing names, especially to Spanish. <laughs> We've been through this. Yeah, like, for those that didn't listen to us uh, on our last show, Daryl had a uh, a bunch of names uh, yes. of varying origins and proceeded to pronounce not a single one of them correctly, yeah. except, no, actually, he got night wrong because it's night, not night. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so that's um, <laughs> a little in joke from the first show. <laughs> but all you need to know is that the guy who basically brought Archie back from the dead. Uh, okay. He's the head writer of the Riverdale show. Right, right. He's the okay, writer okay, of the, yeah. I mean, I know who he is because I saw the documentary, so yeah, I, I, so, think but, I know who you're talking about. But yeah. that's who he, that's who yeah. he is. Okay. At the time, he wasn't 
in Archie. He'd done yeah. an Archie musical. Right, yeah. Which got banned. Oh. They for a cease and desist. Uh, oh, he hadn't gotten the rights to do it. Yes, he'd done it. Oh, and then okay, yeah. He changed a few things. But that picked him up. So that's how people found out about it. Ah, right. And of course, at the end, he's now brought, he runs Archie, basically. No, ah, Runs the smart, Archie comics smart, yeah. and the TV show. But they brought him in to replace the producer. Is that they right? They brought him back in to, yeah, to help rewrite the script. Right. Oh, no. So I'm thinking of a different person. Yes, that's what he said. I mean, he'd written stories for Spider-Man at the time. So that's was, right, yeah. Oh, so he knew what he was yeah. doing, sort of yeah. knew what he was doing. But at this point, the money, they'd spent far too much money, been going for far too long. Well, the, the figures uh, that I heard was that they were renting the uh, the theatre at a cost of $100,000 a day or something like that. And it was certainly costing them a million, if you add in the insurances and things like that, a million dollars a week. Mm-hmm. And it was running for seven years yes. before it, they opened it. It cost seven, 70 million that I was in debt yeah. to before they didn't open it. Do you want to hear something else that I thought? And the guy kind of skipped over this quite briefly. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, no, you've really, you really you hit on something there that really makes the mind boggle. They are hemorrhaging money. And I think they had to keep stopping production to go get further investment. Yes. Right? And, it, and the thing that he brushes over is obviously Bono, The Edge, and Julie Taymor, Taymor yeah. had had a disagreement essentially over whose fault is it that yes. this isn't working. You right, know, like, yeah. They felt that... Well, we all know it was Bono's. I, yeah, I, I think it was... Uh, not, actually, I'll say it's Bono's. Actually, I don't think he was that much to, to blame, I, really. I think... Do you know what it is? Right? Even though I hate Bono... I, I, yeah, you've got, got a... Uh, what's the word? Predisposition. For, for Bono, you know, yes. which is hatred. Yes. and um, But actually, I think the reason he gets a bit of a bad shake is he's the wo- most well-known person involved in it, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And also, he was the one that used, I guess that's my hubris. Yes. He was the one that used that line mm-hmm. you know, to say it. So I think everybody's kind of looked at it and gone, oh, it was your ego. You know, I mean, like, it was your belief that this was a great project. Yeah. And when you actually dive into it a little bit more, you realise that it's kind of, other than those that jump ship, it's basically everybody involved oh, thought yeah. that they I mean, had the right answer and they were... One of the got, things you've said is you yeah. don't like to be negative about things, no. especially like a production, yeah. because there's lots of people who've been involved with yeah. it. And you're basically someone who's who only could only do good work. Mm. The stagehands, yeah. the people... The sets were meant to be amazing, so yeah. if you're slagging it off... Well, yeah. that's the thing with Julie Tamworth. She was known for good set designs. Yeah. And apparently the sets were great. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. And the reviews as well. Uh, the critics said the performances from, from the, the, the actors and as you said, the set, they got well-reviewed. People are like, no, this is, this is good. The problem is the music's terrible. Yeah. And so is the script. Yeah, the book. Uh, yeah, or the book. Called, yeah. They, yeah, they call it a book. That, that yeah. threw me a few times. Yeah. But the thing that it. we nearly brushed over then, and the guy brushed over in the documentary, that really made my mind boggle is they wanted Julie Tamar out. Yes. Couldn't get her out. No. Or, and then couldn't get her to change her mind on her story. So they started working on two productions concurrently. Yes. After having had to stop production four or five times by this point because they'd run out of money, their bright idea was to double their costs. Yes. And this is when Disney owned Marvel as well. Yeah. This is after like, they... So when it started, Marvel was on the verge of uh, bankruptcy when they yeah, started. Yeah, they were. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's probably where they licensed it out for to try to get make some more money. Yeah. What avenues can we go into other yeah. than comic books? Well, that's why you got you know, um, Deadpool, X-Men, Hulk, all those people went... All those characters 
been made by and different Sp- studios. Spider Man, because they sold, yeah, them, all them, yeah, sold them all for license fee to yeah. get some money in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was Sony, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 It was, I'm trying to think if Sony did the first one. Yeah, Sony uh, have yeah, done all yeah, the Spider Man. Yeah. Fox have done uh, Fantastic Four and X Men. And it was Universal that did Hulk. Hulk and we? Namor, but they never. They never made Namor. No. I think that's about that. That lapsed last year, didn't it? Uh, the rumor was today, we were yeah. talking about this earlier, me and my brother, that oh, Marvel. Pistol. Yeah, pistol. <laughs> Wait for a second, and you're like, "Who's pistol? pistol? <laughs> Who's pistol?" Yeah. Like? Me and Pete were talking about yeah. this earlier. Yeah, that they've um, probably got the rights back now. There's rumours that I, I think they have because yeah. Universal only had the distribution rights. Distribution rights to yeah. uh, Hulk and Namor. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they didn't have the production rights. No, they anymore. didn't have the production yeah. rights. Though. Yeah, I, I uh, there's a film, isn't there, um, where there's a reference to seismic activity under the water. Oh, yeah. I think it's one of the Avengers. I want to say it is. But anyway, one of them references seismic activity and the water. water yeah. and, and it was like pretty much agreed in geekdom that well, yeah, they're that talking was about Neymar. In Endgame, when a Scar- uh, Black Widow. Yeah. I thought it was in Endgame. I keep I wanting to call Black Widow Scarlet Witch because her name's Scarlet Johansson. <laughs> yeah, I do, do that as well. Yeah. I do it all the time. It's yeah. dyslexia. That's yeah, what exactly. It is, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Black Widow is at the. Uh, the control centre, mm. and I think it's um, War Machine. It tells us, oh, oh, right. we've got some seismic... Yeah, seismic activity. Yeah, 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 it is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think I think that's a little key into Neymar. And with yeah. how well Aquaman's done, yeah. I actually think they'll be better served to keep Neymar away for a little bit. Maybe. It, I think it'll just be too many comparisons drawn. Because Aquaman traditionally has been a poorer Neymar. Yeah, now, I don't know who came out first, but certainly he's been more uh, a, a character. Namor, I think. Namor, yeah. Because I think Namor I, I came think out right. I think when Marvel right. was not even Marvel. I think he was timely. I think so. I think he was along with the Human Torch. Yes, and, yeah. I think so. Um, so me busting out my limit. Yeah, no, exactly. That, there. that was quite a good pull there. Yeah, yeah thank uh, you. Okay. And um, so, yeah, it's I have got a Marvel encyclopedia at home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anything that doesn't exist inside that encyclopedia, I do not no, know about. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so so um, we were saying about the go back to the turn off the yeah, dark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she, you've got this this the this argument over essentially why it's not working. They're running two production currently. It's costing them about a million dollars a week. What, what, did they ever get to show it? No. Yeah, it started. It started actually. It actually was shown on uh, Broadway. For some reason, I keep thinking Broadway is the worst word. No, no, word? Broadway is the word. Yeah, I was trying to tee you up for a little bit. Then, <laughs> then oh, you missed okay. it. Uh, they did eventually show it after 180 preview shows. Where now anybody that's been to theatre. Yes. A preview show is not the finished article. It's mm-hmm. like when you get a game preview these days. Yeah. You get a game. It could change. You're not yeah. guaranteed to see the, the, you know, there might be mistakes. We might need to stop. So what do they call it in games now when you get preview. the, never no, you get the game, didn't you? And it's not done yet. Beta is what you're thinking yeah, of. Yeah, beta, but it's actually got a... P- p- preview. No, it's not preview. Yeah, yes, it is preview. Not, not Anybody good. listening, jump on to uh, Game Pass right now and there is a preview. Yeah, game. preview, but they... Um... No, but that's exactly it, where you're playing the game, yeah, it's not play finished it. yet. They yeah. still call it a game preview. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. they... And they might call it different on other... Yeah. other platforms um, and the only other thing I can think of is beta but or that, pre-release or pre-release yeah it could be but that pre-release I think is is uh-huh. when you order it before but anyway I'm fairly certain it's called preview right, yeah. but we'll just stick with that for the time because that is what it's called in theatre yes. and people go into these preview shows but it was getting such bad rep yes that people were so keen to see it they were buying tickets that weren't tickets that were sold 
Yes. To the preview shows, I suppose black market purchases. Yes. So well, I think like preview may be a little bit cheaper because uh, it's a free view, so it's not the full ticket. So you're right, get, like, maybe, maybe. But I know that they ended up doing 180 shows, and I know that that that's another disagreement. I think how they got Julie Taymor off of the project in the end because she was like, "Why do we keep showing this?" when it's not ready. Yes. I mean, like, you want me to rework the script? I can't do that if we're still doing these previews. And I think that was the... Because I think that's part of her court case, because she obviously had a court... Yeah. I think she won two million off of them, didn't she? Or something did like she? That. Yeah, I think so. I think she, she did quite well out of it. Because she had to, they had to pay her, because the final story, she said, was still the majority of her book. Yeah. I'm not entirely mm-hmm. sure why she wanted to still claim credit for that, but, you know, hubris and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I think it was something like time owed and all, all those kind of things, you know, that she'd worked. And, and I think she got a, got a pay out, maybe a defamation, is it defamation of character? Oh, I think right, that's okay. The yeah, yeah, I think so. But, um, so that's what I believe happened. But please, I... I, I Early access is the word I was looking for. Early access, yes, yes. yeah, it is, yeah. Yes. Early early access. So that's but that's not the same as a game preview. Early access is where you buy a game, say pre-order, and you get it seven days before it. No, else. no, no. Oh right. Early access is when you get a game. It's not even finished. It's only even, it's like in alpha. Well, this is like literally then, where literally means both things because, like you said, where it's early access alpha yeah. stage. Um, if you were to order FIFA, for example and you did the pre-order and you got the ultimate version, um, yeah. then you get early access, you get it a week earlier than everybody else. If you game. get early access to FIFA 2020, yeah. then you just, isn't that just FIFA? It's the full game. It's just FIFA 19. Oh yeah, it is every year. It doesn't change. I'm saying, oh, I'm, I'm, to, I'm not buying next year's one. I mean, it's it a con. Early access to 2020, you, you sell your 2019, yeah. and go there, it's early access. Do you know what, right? Every, like, hang on. I've got yeah, exactly. It's like, hang on, this is the game I've got. No, but I'm, I'm not going to go down the FIFA route because quite honestly, like I came on this show and I put an end to FIFA. Like certainly me playing it on my own. Yeah. I mm-hmm. might muck about with my mate or whatever and have a game, but I put it into it because I realised that they didn't care about me. And, no. I, and they never felt like, oh, they care about me as yeah, an individual. But they didn't anyway. care about the the players anymore. And EA. it turned into a gambling game. Yes. And it really... EA really... only can, care about their shareholders and the bottom line. No. They always have done. Yeah. They always will yeah. do. And, and it's, isn't it funny how they were the ones that came out and like, do why do people not like us? Why don't people... Well, maybe it's because you sell us a £60 game and then on the day of release, you'll give us a load of downloadable content that we've got to pay for yeah. on top of the game. Did you hear what happened to WWE? K- 2K20? Yeah. It, oh, God. Stop working. I, 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, is it just stopped working completely Some people, now? he stopped working when he got to 2020. No. Yeah. Really? <laughs> 2020. Some people just couldn't get any further in it. Oh, I know it is. I talk mean, about I, top of the flops, flimmin' egg. We will have to talk about that for I sure. Mean, that's just crazy. It is. I mean, some of the glitches in it as well, and they're just like the thing is they've patched it, and I, I don't know if somebody's now left the team or whatever has basically come out and said it's unfixable, mm-hmm. and they knew that before they released it. Yes, you know, like, and yeah, and and I think just very quickly on the FIFA thing, that's what annoys me is that. They're releasing FIFA now. You're paying 60 quid for it. Yeah. 90 quid if you want the Ultimate Team version. And if you want to pay competitive, you have to have the Ultimate Team version. But the Ultimate Team, it's just gambling, Dale. 
just uh, you know in betting shops got yeah, no, fixed odds just, to, yeah right it's exactly just, the same yeah, so no. and it's all colourful and it's all odds and they've been out to give the and what really annoys me about it is because nobody mentions this whenever they they, they talk about the, uh, the probability right. factor that they were forced to put in for the packs yes. they were like no 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 if people are buying these and you're telling them they can get these cards you've got to give them a probability factor mm-hmm. well this is how they've also got around it as well it's really annoying me and I feel like something needs to be done so they'll say for a player over 88 overall like rating for yes. example you've got a sub 1% chance again right okay now that's one player 88 and over you've got a sub one we don't know what that sub it could be 0.00001 yeah, yeah, right? yeah. but but let's just say it's 1% for argument's sake yes there could be 50 players that are 88s overall yes so we've got a one sub 1% chance of getting one of these 50 players over 88 now I am not intelligent enough to do the maths but yes. I know it's 50 times whatever that yeah. thing, you know, and that obviously when you're in the minus figures, you're going the other yeah. way. So it's basically like BC, you know, BC, isn't it, before Christ. I couldn't figure, I couldn't figure of anything <laughs> funny to say. <laughs> like BC before Christ. So well, you go backwards, when, don't you? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. Like when you... Yeah, when same, you're saying same. like FIFA's going backwards. Yeah, like but in the... Well, it is going backwards. But, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, we have really gone off on a tangent and, and the, the worst part about it is as bad as FIFA is, Turn off the dark was still worse. Yeah. <laughs> I am I, I, wondering how we're going to beat this top of the flop. But the thing is, it was also a money sink. You've got to sit there at some point and think to yourself, we need to stop putting money into this. It's never going to make this money back. Yeah. We need just to close the doors yeah. and walk off. Yeah. It's a sunk cost fallacy. Well, that's what they say, throwing good money after bad. Yeah, the sunk cost yeah. fallacy. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. is that what I did Where you keep it. putting money into something. Like, like, like as we were saying about gamblers, yeah. they'll... they'll I have to bet more money because I've lost more money. Mm-hmm. So you just keep my, chasing the... Um, that's how gambling works. As you know, my stepdad, he had... I mean, these uh, people were gambling with a bad Judy Tamor script about yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. They were never going to win. No, there was never... Yeah. But, that's, but bad Judy Tamor script about Spider-Man, a bad soundtrack, yes. or whatever you want to call it, from... Bono and the Edge. Yes. Not you two, but yeah. I, don't, I couldn't even tell you who the other people in you two are. Yeah. Um, well, they wrote the uh, Mission Impossible theme. Did they? What, the other two? Yeah. They oh, so did. they can do good music then. Well, no, they didn't write it. They just did a remix version of yeah. it. Yeah. I suppose actually I'd just start on that then. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, well, they, they did eventually close the doors though, didn't they? Yes. They, they did t- eventually. They turn off the dark. They did. Well, well <laughs> I, I was wondering, did anybody say when they decided to close it, don't forget to turn off the lights because uh, we're already hemorrhaging money. <laughs> We've got to save every penny where we can, guys. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's going to stay open, but it's going to be completely in the dark so we can save a little bit of money. Here's a question I wanted to ask And you. tonight, Spider-Man will be played by a pig, like a whole hog, just wrapped up in a spider suit and we're just flinging him bat on ropes. Do you know what? And we've got a tape recorder And, and you could probably get him to walk on the ceiling and maybe do like a spider pig sort of type yeah. song. Although I think that'd work better as a cartoon person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Simpsons reference, if nobody got it. Um, and that in mind, though, obviously they, they did close it Mm-hmm. Uh, after I think it was like 180 shows or, okay. or something. No, I think they were they were selling out week on week. Yes, but it was because it was car crash theatre. Yes, and people just wanted to see how I mean, bad. I mean, it was a spectacle. You know what I mean? Mm. What the songs were bad. The thing there was still a geezer 
in a theatre flying above your head on ropes. Mm. You know what I mean? It must have been amazing to see just that yeah. on its own. Yeah, I, I think it would have been. Um, but, you know, I've been to Universal Studios and things like that. I've seen, exactly, yeah. yeah I mean, I've it, seen all that. It wasn't really made for Broadway, really. It should have been like there's oh, like I think a Vegas they could show or a... I think they could do it because I went and saw this show. Um, it was a pre-release, like okay. early access, whatever you want to call it. It was a King Kong show. Oh, right. And um, they used a lot of sort of like visual effects mm-hmm. like a, for the backdrop. Yeah. If you know what I mean? They used – and I, I think they probably could have done something like that. I think where they – it was too many practical effects. Yes. And and I think that, that comes from Tam Moore's experience on Lion King, yeah. which is what I hated about Lion King. It's why I fell asleep because I was like – I was watching it. I'd been at work all day long. I'd bought myself a, a tub of those sweetie stuff. So I was on yeah. a bit of a sugar high as it was anyway. Yeah, yeah, the sugar crash. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like – and I'm looking at this and going, this isn't as good as the cartoon. Right, okay. And the people – I know she's won awards and stuff for it, but I've seen this before when I've been to Disney in America. Yes. They do this. Yeah. And I don't know if they got it off of her, but they do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, it's really throwing me because when they do it in America, it's kind of they're playing the animals as opposed to playing the characters. Yeah. But they're playing the characters that I know from the animation and I can see the people. Right, you know, yeah. and, and, and the story's slightly different as well. And it was just boring. You know, like, yeah, okay. yeah I, I think a lot of people probably did walk out of that cinema and say the most entertaining thing that show was me falling on the floor. <laughs> right? I mean, it is, it is a sight to behold when you, you, you sort of wake up, realise you've fallen off, hope nobody's noticed, realise you're in the aisle, look up, and there's a whole theatre production just stopping and I staring mean, at I you. Never, I think people thought I had a heart attack. I think that's what they thought would happen. I have never been to the theatre. Have you not? And watched a musical. I saw a uh, pantomime. In two pantomimes. Oh, oh, no, you didn't. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> we did not practice that one. I mean, but it was so smooth. It sounded like we did. I've seen uh, the Mighty Boosh. Oh yeah, that was kind of a musical. I was gonna say it's quite musically based. Boosh. Yes, yeah. I think it was the first. Yeah, they're coming back, aren't they, Mighty Boosh? Are they? Yeah. yeah. I was watching them last night. I was up till like twelve o'clock because that oh. was on. There you go. Look at me busting some they film and watch. TV news. So it was the first season, so yeah. I was watching a bit of the old Mighty Boosh. Yeah. That first season, it is just, it's a bit rough. <laughs> yeah, well, well there's, a, there's a few like that, isn't like there? The first season, because it, it was a radio show. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't and know that. And you can kind of tell, because there's long bits of them two just sitting there talking to each other, because it, it was a radio show, and all really you can do is dialogue. You yeah, know? of course, yeah. Ooh. Sorry, just in case you hear my keys jangling, I just noticed that I've got a tenner in my back pocket that I didn't oh, know about. Nice. Somebody's been slipping money in my pockets. Ooh. And uh, although, actually, um, if there's a fiver in there, I know where it is. If it isn't, then I've lost a fiver. Okay, no, I know where it comes from. Um, sorry. <laughs> that's great radio. Oh, no, that's what I was what's, thinking. That's, that's a segment. What's in Gary's pockets? What's in Gary's pockets? <laughs> yeah, I let Daryl have a rummage around. <laughs> there's a couple of sausages in there, Daryl. Don't, don't ask me why there's two sausages in there. But, you know, um, one Lancaster, one Cumberland. Uh, yeah. They can have a fire. Uh, yeah, exactly. War of the sausages. War of the sausages. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from House Lancaster. I'm from House Good. <laughs> I was going to say, although well, it'd be too self deprecating, I was going say what what we uh if we were to battle with our sausages it'd be a bratwurst versus a uh Chipolata. cocktail sausage wouldn't it or something like that but yeah. put yourself down no i was talking about you <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so so as, as we as we move on for that the reason i mentioned uh what was in my pocket was because i suddenly realized as we are hour and 40 minutes into this show that i've been sitting on my keys Ooh. the entire time nice. and uh it got onto that stage obviously i'd gotten comfortable because the lever underneath me had absorbed some uh-huh. of of, mm-hmm. of the shape, but my my weight has slowly gone down onto mm-hmm. it, and I and now I can feel it. I've got an indent now 
yeah. in my right cheek but of the keys. Still more enjoyable. Spider-Man turned off the dark. Do you know what? I actually think that story was and only cost a million pound less. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, like, I like to go high production on, yeah, exactly. on, on my stuff. I'll have a key stuck in your bum. <laughs> <laughs> The gold keys. The, the gold. The finest. They're, they're actually, to be fair, I have got one gold key on there. I don't think uh, it's. Uh, oh, apparently we were wrong. Uh, as, oh, I, yes. as I'm as I'm getting news from an avid gamer here, uh, it's alpha, closed beta, open beta, pre-release, official release. There's also early access. Uh, I think I think so. I, I'm getting the feeling that this message, because I'm looking at the time, was sent whilst I, we were trying to work out that part and before you did mm-hmm. uh, your internet search. But with that in mind, um, yeah, I want to move away from uh, oh, Turn yeah. Off the Dark now. It's an interesting one, and, I, and I, I look forward to the next flops, but I think we will see a reoccurring theme. Yes, hubris. Hubris, which is a yeah. word I didn't know until the other day. Oh, no. And let me tell you about something else I didn't know. Or maybe I do know, but over I mean, time, it's been confused for okay. me. And it's a question I wanted to ask you. What's that? What is the Mandela effect? What is the Mandela and, and. Right, okay. Is the Mandela effect having, or has there been a Mandela effect on the Mandela effect, where everybody thinks they know what the Mandela effect is because somebody's told them, but they don't actually know what the but Mandela effect is. But somehow it's changed in time. Exactly, yeah. Right. The Mandela effect mm. is named after the, the effect because some people believe they heard that Mandela had died Nelson Mandela, yeah. the famous uh, South African freedom fighter yeah. and later president, yeah, he was, yeah. had died in prison. They swore they heard that they actually heard that when they were young. Right, okay, yeah. And then when they got older, he was released from prison. Yeah. They're going, no, he died. Yeah. So they believe that reality changed. That we was in one reality. Right. Okay. Why this is the why this is the the reason for why you, you go there for go in a pre internet age rather than accepting the that you might oh, have maybe, something yeah. or someone told you something and it was a exactly, lie. Yeah. Maybe no, no, John no. down the pub. You know. Yeah, exactly. Like That's not what happened. No. We was in a universe where Nelson Mandela had died. Yeah. And now we're in a universe where he didn't die. Maybe time travellers have gone back and changed it. Yeah. But you can remember it before the time slip. I, um, yeah, that's not what I thought it was. Yes, all. exactly. Um, my understanding of Mandela effect. And we had this conversation oh, God, God. the other day mm. about people who believe in conspiracy theories. And you said to me, I said, I think a lot of them just smoke a little bit too much of the old. Uh, oh, yeah, the old California. Yeah, the old yeah. California. And you yeah. said, oh, no, I don't think so. Now it's Mandela effect. I think you find they do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or, or are we in. Another universe, another dimension where people used to smoke it, and then we split into a different reality, and now they don't smoke it. I mean, that's possible now if we're talking about Mandela effect. No, but on a serious what, note, Mandela's. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? You know? um, the man, so, the Mandela, 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 Man- effect. Yeah, <laughs> Mandela, effect. Mandela cigarette. I was going to say, are you just going to keep saying Mandela effect over and over again, in, in the hopes that people will remember you said something interesting instead? <laughs> Which did time exactly? We got to a different universe where yeah, we've made an entertaining radio show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, but. I thought that the Mandela effect was when you believe something, but it never happened. And and not that it split off into a different reality. Just no, that that's, what, that's what you... 
you believe something happened and it didn't happen is actually what it is. Yes. Okay. But because these people are idiots. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> because of the Dunner Kruger effect. Yeah. Yeah. No, that can't possibly be, be the reason. No. No. My no. memory, I've got an amazing memory, yeah. yeah. Even yeah. though I don't know where I left my car and I've had to walk home. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where did we leave the car? We, I don't think they even had a car to begin with. I just think they thought they had that's a the, car. That's the question, isn't it? Dude, where's my car? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I just wanted to get a film reference in there. I can't help myself. My that's own. the Mandela effect. Yeah. See, that's what happened. Oh, because they keep asking people where to leave my car. They never had a car. They just believed they did. That's right, they've isn't it? One, they've smoked so much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've had so many too much to drink and so much. They've all with their brains. They've actually slipped from a universe where they did have a car to a uh, universe where they didn't have a car. Considering that there is so dimension really? splitting in there, <laughs> are we suddenly giving a lot of credit to Dude's Where's My Car? Are we like, oh my God. So really, we should call it the Mandela effect. We should call it the Dude Where's My Car effect. Yeah, we should, shouldn't we? That's, although that's a little bit of a mouthful, to be fair. Like, I'm, like, I'm like, yes, that's a great idea. And I'm like, oh, I can't be asked to say that every time. I think, I'll, I, think I need something shorter than that. I don't know, maybe like something like the Mandela effect. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, I'm going to take credit for coming up with that yeah. Mandela effect. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. In another... Reality, you know, mm-hmm. I'm the guy that invented it. That's what or, it is. Or um, we uh, was watching the Sci-Fi Channel earlier, mm. and we was watching, and Spider-Man Two was on it, talking about Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we was watching yeah. Spider-Man Two, and I was like, "Hang on, this is the uh, Mangella effect." Mangella. Yeah. Where are we going with that? Because I wish to think that Spider-Man Two was good, <sighs> but in this universe, it's not very good, and he's acting like a hammy, yeah, over the top comic book character. Wait, instead of the. Can I just so, so you didn't say you didn't mean to say Mangella. You meant to say Mandela, and it came out Mangela. So this whole time I'm thinking, well, where does Mangela come into this? <laughs> Alpha Mangela is Dr. Oh, oh. That's what okay, I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the Mangela yeah, effect. Watch yeah. Spider-Man 2 going, swear this was a that bad That's actually a very good... That, 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 was a, that was a very, very good line there, Daryl. I, I don't know names. So you're saying this to me. I'm like, I think he's just misspoke. I think he thinks... I think he's convinced himself he said Mandela, but he said Mangela. <laughs> And now I'm thinking, is Mangela a thing? You know, like, I've, I've got to have to pull him up on it. But I mean, yeah. Mangela, isn't it? Alfred Mangela? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know before you said it. I, 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 I'm not. I'd like to remind people, <laughs> okay, that, that I brought you on this show as our on air researcher. <laughs> yes. Okay. You have taken that role to heart <laughs> and not done anything and not done any in fact i do believe you started this show saying i've literally thought about one thing yeah. all day long and when we was in the car on the way down here and the whole point was that i'm supposed to come in a little bit fresh on things and, yes. and we, you know, we're educating people and i don't want to do no research yeah you know mm-hmm. but to come in a little bit fresh and uh, we're driving in the car and you're like i don't actually remember anything <laughs> about to, i'm like Okay, right. Yeah, that's a good start. You know, like, if this was a performance review, Daryl, <laughs> must try harder is going to be written in every section. Strengths, must try harder. Weakness, must try harder. <laughs> Opportunities and threats, going to get sacked. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I, do you know what I've got to stop, though? What's that? Is saying bottom. Bottom? Bottom. I'm even going to have to stop saying bottom or stop caring about okay. saying bottom. Because every time I do it, it breaks my flow. Yes. As soon as I say it, I catch myself saying it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I can say it's, douche, can't I? Yeah. It's very hard to get rid of your vocal tics. Mm. 
And if you listen back to yourself, mm. you'll notice them even more, won't you? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's why I don't like listening back to myself. It's well, very... I don't like my own voice. No, most people if don't it's good enough like your voice. Yeah. If it's good enough for Adam <laughs> Driver... Joking, I love your voice. If it's good enough for Adam Driver, yeah? yeah. yeah. Adam Driver doesn't want to watch himself. He's yeah. never watched any Star Wars movie he's been in. I, honestly, he's never watched I any had to girls. think for a second then. And you said Adam Driver, and do you know what came to mind? What? Baby Driver. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking. Someone driving baby around Adam. Driver hasn't watched himself back. <laughs> oh, this is a Mandela effect, because I don't remember that happening in the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Adam Driver's never watched himself. That does explain Logan's, yes. lo- Lucky Logan then. Yes. But yeah, that is, I watched about five minutes of that film. It's awful. No? I just... I, I, I want to go back to. I've watched it, but I can't remember most of it. I was sort of half watching it. It's it just. I was talking to Pistol Pete, and we were just having a conversation. Yeah, yeah. I, I I tend to not watch films with Pistol Pete for that very reason, because well, if I really want to watch a film, Pistol you Pete. Want, you don't want Pistol Pete uh, shooting off his mouth. Hey! That's why we call him Pistol Pete. That's why we call him Pistol Pete. No, I mean That's to, not to talk about films afterwards if he's seen them himself. Uh, and I said this to him the other day, you know, he, he does have to be careful he, he, if he will allow himself to have an opinion formed based on online commentary as opposed to watching something himself. And the, so, the, so that in itself is a bit of an issue because I feel like I like to go into films and well, have I... no predisposition as to, to how much I'm going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I just like to, and I, I'm one of those people, I'm the opposite to you. You don't mind a spoiler. I will do everything I can to avoid any information whatsoever. I want yes. it to all unfold for me straight away. So that that's the first thing, but that's not too much of an issue okay. like that normally because the the problem with and we used to go to the cinema together and that was fine. Yes. The problem is watching a film at your house because he's got it. Yes, he doesn't care about talking over from the very first minute to the very. I. I think I watched one film. I'm trying to remember what it was now, and and I've got ten minutes. I don't think it's, or nine minutes. I don't think it's going to come to me. But I remember watching one film ten times. Every time I'd come round to yours, Ryan would be like, "Oh, Pistol, <laughs> you got me doing it now." Pistol Pete would be like, "Oh, should I put this film on?" I'm like, "Yes," because I, I I get maybe five minute sections here and there where I get to watch it when he goes up, makes a drink or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, like, and I get to watch five minutes of it. But look, it's in his house. He's got it. You know, like it's, yeah. it's one of those things where. He's, he, the way he is with films, like with the Batman films, you know, where he didn't like them before the the dark, the Christopher Nolan ones. He didn't like them before no. he'd ever watched them. No, no, that's not yeah. true. No way, it was. No, no, he liked uh, Batman Begins. Both like Batman Begins. No, no, he didn't. Yeah, no, no, no. Or he, or he didn't like Christian Bale then as Batman. No, because that's when no, it is because that's when I used the line on him. Of it might not be the Batman you want, but it's the Batman you deserve. Your best Dark Knight. That's not in uh, Batman Be- Begins. No, that's the end of Batman Begins. When yeah. Gary Oldman, when he lets him go. No, you're right. It's Dark Knight. It's Dark Knight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it. I'm like, when he lets him go after Two Face, I'm like, oh come on, Gary. You literally, if you say that next line, you're confirming that. I was like, you know, show show some uh, I think humility. Christopher Nolan, and yeah. just, this just just come to my head. Yeah. We'll just end on this, right? Christopher yeah. Nolan, he makes films that people watch them, yeah? Yeah. And they think they're clever for getting it, right? They'll go, oh, yeah, I'm smart, yeah. like Interstellar or yeah. in, um, Inception. Yes. Which actually means just the beginning doesn't mean inserting something into something. actually means Inception is just the beginning yeah. from the Inception. Yeah, yeah, from so the that, Inception. Yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. Mean from it, the beginning. Because we're thinking about inserting into dreams. So yeah. that's an Inception. So he's actually changed what the meaning of reception means. 
to, to, to the wider world, I've, I've never once thought of Inception as anything else other than the initial sort of like start or concept or whatever you want to yeah, call it. But, from the but, initial inception. but Inception yeah, I know is him going into the dream, yeah, yeah. they're inse- intercepting the dream. Yeah, yeah, no, I get, I get what he means. Yeah. But, and, uh, so people watch them, they mm. get it, and they go, oh, I'm smart because I get a Christopher Nolan film. You're not smart. They're... <laughs> radio, radio. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I can see it on your face. I was like, God, we've got to yeah. be careful. We've gone from, from Bono. Yes. Rick and Morty would reject Nolan. those ideas for being too stupid. Yeah, they would. I mean, yeah. like, they're not, they're nothing, they're not even that hard to get. Like, Inception, the dream thing. I was like, this is not a people go, oh, this is amazing. You know what? Like, I think... This is so smart. And I'm like, is it really smart? No, I don't think it's popcorn it's... smart. And I it's think popcorn smart. And yeah. I actually think that is actually why a lot of people like Christopher Nolan. Yeah. And I think actually that's. Actually, he's, he's genius. He's genius. Yeah, like the Dark Knight. People are going, oh yeah, I love the Dark Knight. It's a crime movie. Blah blah. I was watching it going, there's some weird edits in that film. Some things that happen and some weird pacing moments. And I'm just like, really? Is yeah. that is this it? Like, what, yeah. why can't someone just shoot? Well, very quickly in the head um, four seconds in, and that'd be the end of it. Well, it would. It would be if any one of those people at the table pulled a gun out. It'd be dead. It's not like exactly. he's got any powers to stop any of them shooting him whatsoever. I know. Then he does the pencil trick. And let's face it, right? That pencil would have snapped. Yes. I mean, like, we've all we all worked with HP pencils. Yeah. You know, like I couldn't write two lines without a pencil snapping in my in my hand, let alone pushing through somebody's head. But uh, that's a different story for a different day. Um, I don't know. There isn't a story there. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> but, I really don't know why I said that because now people are thinking I pushed a pencil into somebody's that's eye. That's just got. That's just. I once got in a fight with somebody, and I think because I accidentally stabbed a pen in their ear. Does that, <laughs> does that count? So, but I think so. I think that's probably why, because I'm a big naysay on Christopher Nolan, and I think this is what it is. My favourite Christopher Nolan film mm. is the. Well, I can't tell you what your favourite is. It's the one with the magicians in it. That begins with a P. It's tremendous. The, the Prestige. The Prestige, yeah. yeah that word just, well, it's just stuck on my tongue. Yeah. Film. The Prestige. And I think I like that one because it, the twist is at the end and you, mm-hmm. you don't get it. So it's not all the others. You, while you're watching, Who did Memento? Christopher Nolan. I thought so. Yeah. It's and you don't like Memento? No, Memento's all right. Memento's a great film. Yeah. Come on. But he's doing Tenant as well now. I don't know is, what Tenant is. His new film, which oh, has right. got time travel in it as well. So Memento hasn't got time travel in it. No, it's not got time. It's, it's what you call a non-linear yes, narrative. Yes, but yes, yeah. no, not time travel, but it's, it jumps jumps around. Time, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like The Witcher. Yes. Know? Yeah, yeah. Which which I I think that's... A lot of people don't like it. Like my other half, Yusum, hates non-linear narrative. No, she I likes love, start at A, end I at love B. a non-linear. I, yeah, my, me, me Paul Feechin, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was it. Oh, absolutely. Because, and I think there's a reason why... We're film aficionados. We love our film. Mm. And I think there's a reason why... We like non-linear narratives because it's hard to do it well. Yes. Very, very hard. Because like it's like the whole M. Night um, Shyamalan. Shyamalan Sham- Ding Dong, yeah. Yes, so, exactly. I shouldn't say that Shyamalan, that's very... Uh... Yeah, no, no. We should, we should, but actually, I mean, I think it's... Uh, you know, I think he's made that joke himself. Actually, that his name is notoriously difficult, and he's given examples. Yeah, but not the people. Ding Dong bit. That's no, a bit, no, like, no. A bit. Yeah, you, you shouldn't go that. It's, um, but M. Night Shyamalan, um, Shyamalan uh, he... He's notorious for twist films, but yes. other than Sixth Sense, which again, if you've got half a brain switched on, you'll work the twist out very, very quickly. And if you haven't seen it, they're all dead all along. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I don't like spoilers, but I, if you haven't watched a film that's 20 years old, I am not saving you from spoilers. No, no, you, no. Well, spoilers. I think... And also, if you listen to our show and you haven't seen Sixth Sense or you care about us giving you a spoiler for Sixth Sense. I mean, like, then... I haven't spoiled, I'd say that I'm not trying to spoil uh, 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 Star Wars, but mm. next week, 
Oh, you are well within your right to spoil Because I think if yeah, no, you no. wanted to see it, you've seen it. Yeah, exactly. If you I haven't seen it by now, you shouldn't. Couldn't agree with you more. Couldn't agree with you more. But the very, um, very quickly, okay. what I did want to want to put out there, and I can't remember what I was going to say about spoilers or indeed. Oh, no, I was going to say we like a, a non linear yes. narrative. And, and, and that's because it, it's hard to do it well where you, you have the payoffs. Right. Where it's not suddenly like, oh, none of, if we actually go back and watch it, none of that makes sense. Mm hmm. It all you know, a good one will make sense, and you'll see all the little little bits here and there. You can rewatch it back, and you enjoy it the second time in a different way. You enjoyed it the first time, but just as much. Yes. But that I wanted to use as a segue onto just something that I'm wondering because I was going to talk about outrage culture, but I can move that over to next week because it's something I've been spotting, and I and I actually want to do a whole piece on this because there's a particular media company that I've been watching all week long. And I'll put together some stats okay. next week um, where they promote outrage. They'll find one or two people that are outraged about something. And then they say people yes. are outraged they, because bad news sells and they're trying to generate. But And it's bad. You know, okay. I watch it. At least 50% of their articles are all designed to generate outrage. I think um, these certain people we're talking about, I banned them on Facebook. Yeah, I, 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 mean, it's like I a, literally a only ago. not banned them because... I mean, it was like three years yeah, ago. Yeah, I want to I find out what their mm-hmm. game is, so to speak. I think that if anybody wants to really know what we should be outraged over, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, watch Eva, Rick and Morty, or South Park. I really think they have got down the middle. They understand the ridiculousness of certain things. And yeah, I mean, I don't, I've not watched every episode, so I can't say they go too far. Eva, but the Eva, what's that? You said it. Oh, either Rick and Morty oh, yeah. or South Park. I thought you were talking about three shows: Eva, Rick and Morty. I, and, and then Park. I thought you were talking about a show where you're either. I'm like Eva. I've never heard of Eva. It can't be that good if I've never heard <laughs> exactly. of it. But, yeah. But uh, with that in mind, talking of things that can't be that good, we are back here next week. Okay. And uh, from Sunday nine to eleven again, we will have a, another show. Um, we are going to be putting out uh, our social media. So we're going to start a social page just for this show. Okay. Uh, we'll have probably individual social pages attached mm-hmm. to that, but, but that are attached to the show. So everybody can get involved. We're not going to give you them now because we don't have them. Right, okay. uh, and I don't want to give you something that I then can't get. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that in mind, we will be back next week. So say goodbye to the people. Goodbye, darling. people. Goodbye, people. And on to another show. <laughs>